Welcome to the Journey of Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Lawmeyer, and I'm so excited that you joined me on here. You know, the purpose of this podcast is to try to help inspire and give some guidance to young leaders like myself as we're navigating through the minefields of leadership here in the 21st century, uh, taking a journey literally of learning how to be a leader. In this episode, I want to share with you about an area that many of us leaders greatly struggle with yet are extremely embarrassed about. And that's the area of mental and emotional health, depression, anxiety, PTSD, or just simply being overloaded and overwhelmed with stress. Right now in our nation here in the United States, we face a mental and an emotional health crisis. It's estimated that one-third, one out of every three Americans, face some form of depression, anxiety, PTSD, or uh, overloaded stress. So this is not just an issue that, you know, teenage girls face when they get their heart broken by their boyfriend. No, depression is an issue that whether you're young or old, rich or poor, black or white, whether you're from the north side or the south side, all of us can struggle with some of these uh, different areas. And did you know it's possible to be a Christian leader? and yet still struggle with depression at the exact same time. And I just want to tell you today that maybe if you struggle in this area, that doesn't mean that something greatly is wrong with your faith or something is greatly wrong with your walk with Christ, because too often people have been fighting depression or anxiety or PTSD in Christian circles have been condemned and told that they just simply have a lack of faith, which actually makes matters worse instead of actually making matters better. Throughout the Bible, there's many people who have faced uh, some of these mental and emotional health uh, issues such as the prophet Elijah, who wished that God would just kill him. King David, if you go read some of his Psalms, uh, you would realize that man was awfully sad and depressed a lot of the time. Then you have Jonah and Isaiah and Jeremiah, who said, I wish God would have just killed me in my mother's womb. That's how sad and depressed he was. And many leaders throughout the history of the church have struggled in this area, such as the great reformer, Martin Luther or the great preacher Charles Spurgeon, even the great humanitarian Mother Teresa. So this is a real issue that Christian leaders can come up against. But God wants us to be mentally and emotionally healthy. And that is why we're talking about it today here on this podcast. And to be the leader that you need to be for your organization, you need to be healthy in these areas and the other areas of your life. And because this is such a real issue, I want to share with you three different ways that you can become mentally and emotionally unhealthy, and then share with you three different ways that you can become healthy. But before I begin, I just want to say, I am not a mental or emotional health expert, neither am I a counselor. I am barely a preacher and barely a leader, if that. So I'm not pretending to know uh, everything about this area, yet what I do know is that we are interconnected beings, meaning this. Your mental health is connected to your spiritual health, as well as your physical health is connected to your emotional health and vice versa. So if you are sick emotionally, you can become sick physically. 
And so I would just say that if you really do struggle in this area of depression or anxiety or PTSD, you should highly consider going and getting professional help, going and seeing a counselor. And there's no shame, there's no guilt, there's no embarrassment whatsoever about seeing a counselor. Uh, My wife, Kendra, and I, we see a counselor in our own lives because we're a blended family. We got pressures of ministry and we just have other issues that we deal with. And we recognize that we need somebody that we can get real with because when we get real, we can get healed. And so I would encourage you that if you have some issues, uh, go see a counselor. I know it costs money, but I think it's an investment uh, worthwhile because if you don't handle your issues now while they may be smaller, it could cost you a whole lot more in the long run. So it's an important thing. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. You know, Kendra and I, we have mentors in our lives who are pastors. We've got business leaders who are mentors in our lives, but we recognize we need a counselor, somebody who is an expert in this area who can help us uh, navigate through some of the emotional and mental things that we may struggle with. And so I would just encourage you, uh, if you have some struggles here, that you would look at finding someone that you trust, someone that you can afford, and someone who can help you. Now, how is it that we can find ourselves in a position where we are mentally or emotionally unhealthy? You know, good men and good women can often find themselves in a very bad place in life. And so let me give you just three quick ways to find yourself fighting depression, anxiety, and stress. The first way in which we reach mental and emotional unhealthiness is simply by wearing ourselves out. When you drain yourself physically, you're going to become unhealthy emotionally and spiritually and mentally. You know, there's an old Greek saying which says that a bow that is continually bent will eventually break. You were not designed to constantly be on the go and just be working nonstop. I know what it feels like to just constantly have the pressures of getting all these different things done, but it doesn't matter who you are. If you never stop to rest, it's a guarantee you're going to burn out. And I'm not prophesying doom over your life or anything like that, but I'm just telling you from my own experience, if you don't pull the car over uh, to refuel, you'll eventually run out of gas and be on the side of the road because your body, your soul, and your spirit, you're all interconnected. And so when your body is running on empty, that means it's going to affect your emotions. It's going to affect your mind, depression, and anxiety can become very real issues simply because you've worn yourself out. If you want to become mentally and emotionally unhealthy, then just keep on going wearing yourself out. Many of you right now, you are leading on empty. And I just want to give you a warning from my own experiences. Uh, Burnout is a real thing. Secondly, If you want to get depressed and anxious, then you should isolate yourself from other people. Be a loner type of a leader. Uh, That's a recipe for disaster. You were never created to be a hermit. You are a relational being created in the image of a very relational God. Therefore, don't try and seclude yourself from other people. You may not be an extrovert like some people, uh, but you need people in your life no matter what personality type you may have. 
Uh, if not, you're only hurting yourself. So if you want to become mentally and emotionally unhealthy, wear yourself out physically, isolate yourself from people, and thirdly, simply focus on the negative. If we're not careful, uh, it's very easy to catch the awful disease of NNS. It's a disease that is very dangerous, yet it's also very contagious. NNS is the negative Nancy syndrome. When we focus on the negative, we begin to attract it. You know, you're a human magnet. You attract what you are. It's called the law of like attraction. And if you do not like what or who you are attracting in life, then it may be time to take a look in the mirror because you're a magnet attracting what you are and you are what you think. If you seem to just attract negative people in your life, then there's a really good chance you might just be a negative person. If all you do is attract people who complain, then there's a good chance you probably complain a lot because we attract what we are. Like attracts like. It's time to choose to begin to think positive. You know, every single day there are buzzards and hummingbirds out looking for food. The buzzard searches and searches and searches for dead things to eat. And guess what the buzzard will find? The buzzard's going to find something dead to eat. The hummingbird, on the other hand, searches and searches for sweet things to eat. And guess what the hummingbird finds? Sweet things to eat. In life, there is positive sweet things and there are negative dead things. You have to make a decision whether or not you're a hummingbird or a buzzard because who you are is what you're going to find. If you are always finding the negative, the dead things in life, that probably means you're not a hummingbird. But the good news is you can be transformed into a hummingbird. You can begin the process of transformation by catching those negative thoughts and begin speaking positive words. You know, our thoughts, our attitudes, and our words in life really do matter. They are the small things that can make a major difference. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, it tells us, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Guarding our hearts, they're so important. But we have to realize whose responsibility it is to guard our hearts. It's not our husband's job or our wife's job. It's not our boyfriend's job or our girlfriend's job. It's not our best friend's job or our pastor's job. It's our job to guard our own hearts. We are in charge of our own hearts. But so often, we only focus on the outside. Instead of looking on the inside, we make sure that our hair looks good, that our teeth are white, our clothes are sharp. We look great on the outside, but sometimes we can be an absolute mess on the inside. And we are a mess on the inside because we're not protecting our hearts. We're better at protecting our cars than we are protecting our own hearts. And maybe that has been the case in your life. And right now on the inside, you feel depleted. Let me just encourage you that although you may feel depleted, you're not defeated, not just yet. Maybe you have worn yourself out, isolated yourself from people, and focused on the negative, resulting in some mental and emotional unhealthiness in your life. That's okay, because you can reverse that. And here are three simple ways to begin the process of becoming healthy in these areas. The first way is very, very practical, and that is to simply eat and rest. You know, rest is a good thing. 
And some of you, you've got stored paid up vacation time that you need to use. Take a break and quit leading on empty because the world will go on and everything's going to be fine even when you rest. But some of us, we suffer from FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. And because we fear missing out on something, we get involved in way too many things. Uh, we overcommit. And when we overcommit, we get overloaded. And when we get overloaded, we get overwhelmed. And that feeling of being overwhelmed can lead to anxiety, stress, even depression in our lives. Not only, though, do we want to rest from the busyness of life, we also need to be healthy with our diet and our exercise. We got to take care of ourselves physically. And when you take care of yourself physically through a good diet, through exercising on a regular basis, you'll begin to feel better emotionally and mentally and spiritually. I'd encourage you find ways to get out and exercise. If that means taking your dog for a walk, do that. If that means taking uh, the stairs instead of the elevator, do that. But find ways to be healthy, rest and eat. Secondly, surround yourself with good people instead of isolating yourself. Can I tell you today that you are not all alone? You may feel like you're all alone, but there are others out there who are with you and who are for you. You need friendships in this life. Uh, isolation is a sure path to depression, anxiety, and stress, but relationships, friendships, are a path to joy and peace. Because as a mentor of mine always says, relationships really are the essence of life. So in order to walk in mental and emotional health, we need to eat and rest, take care of ourselves. We need to surround ourselves with good people, get in lifelong friendships. And lastly, we need to focus on the positive. Celebrate all the victories in your life and in your organization, even the smallest ones. Share a status on social media about something positive that's happened this week. Text a friend about something good that took place in your organization because it's so easy to talk about and focus on all the negative things. Therefore, we've got to be intentional to focus and find the sweet things in life, just like a hummingbird, and begin to magnify those things. As a leader, our mental and emotional health is so important, yet often it's greatly neglected. I want to encourage you, to eat and rest, surround yourself with good people, and focus on the positive, sweet things in your life. And if you'll do these things, you'll begin to experience joy and peace and happiness and success. I want to thank you for joining me this week on the Journey of Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Lawmeyer, and I look forward to being with you next time. God bless you.